For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for the great privilege we have in this house to hear the engrafted word that is able to save us, that is able to build us up, that is able to give us an inheritance among those who are sanctified this morning please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law amen god bless you please take your seat Good to see everybody here, including those who are online, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on radio, on Sweet Melodies, and Dofopa FM. Dofopa FM. What a blessing. We pray that God's word will continue to fill your life and um, bless you. And also take you higher in the name of Jesus. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to First Corinthians chapter number 4. And we are looking at verse 1. First Corinthians chapter number 4. And then verse number 1. What does it say? Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Verse 2 says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And the song we just heard is from the heart of our prophet, Bishop Dakwood Mills, and he says that I want to be a man of faith and power, somebody without an equal, a pillar that is without an equal in the house of God. It's like I want to work so hard and so well so that God will shower his love on me, God will bless me, a faithful man, a faithful person, because it is required in stewards. That a man be found faithful. And for all of us who are, who are saying that we are Christians. It is required of us to be faithful to the Lord. Always. And um, last week we, be, we, we, we saw that um, the mysteries of God are not just. They are not 
any complex things. They are just the truths and the words that he has given to us. Jesus told the people, I believe it was in Matthew 13, that um, actually the disciples asked him a question. And the question was that, um, why do you speak to the people in parables? It's like you come to us and you speak plainly, but when you are in public and you are preaching, you, you, you seem to preach in parables, like you don't say the things clearly. Like the kingdom of God is like a master seed and the man went to sow it and then something, something. The kingdom of God is like a treasure uh, which a man found and sold all that he had. Uh, the kingdom of God is like a, a merchant man passing through a field and findeth a pearl of great price and sells all that he has. The kingdom of God is like a man that sowed wheat in his field. It's like all of them are like allegorical speeches. It's like, uh, uh, like somebody who only speaks in proverbs. Like when you meet some people, it's like Yes. It's like the animal that doesn't have a tail is God who swipes the flies from him. And then if you climb a good tree, you are the one who climbs a good tree is the one that they push. Hey, it's like tell us plainly that if you put in a great effort, you will receive help. Do you understand? <laughs> but the one who is climbing the tree, meanwhile, you have never climbed the tree before. So when you listen to such a person, you wonder what is he talking about? He's speaking in parables, he's speaking in dark speeches. And uh, in our local language, they say that It's like the one who is uh, what wise, we, we speak to him in proverbs and not in plain language. Hey. So there are some places when you are sitting down, you can't understand what is going on. Uh, the words are over your head and it's just passing through. You understand? The young man who is sitting on top of the big Iroko tree, he can see very far. But he doesn't see as far as the old man who is sitting under the Iroko tree. Hey, they just want to tell you that experience, somebody who has lived longer is wiser than somebody who has just arrived. (laughs) Anyway, so Jesus was seen as somebody who spoke in parables. So the disciples on this occasion asked, why, why is it that you are always speaking in parables? Then he said, therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not. No, start from verse 12 or 11. Verse 11. In verse 11, okay, verse 10, he says, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And then, verse 11, he answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but to them it is not given so for us it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven which is the thing that he was saying to them anything about the kingdom any truth any word of God he was saying to them that these things are given to you but to those who are outside, it's only in parables. 
I pray that you'll be inside and enjoy the words that he speaks in plain language. So, then when we come to the place where the Bible says that, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of God and stewards of the mysteries, or ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. So, these mysteries are the revelations and the truths that are put forth in the word of God, which some people don't really understand. They don't know what is salvation. Even when they know salvation, they don't understand what is happening. So there are some people who think that salvation is going to church. And some of us who are sitting here think so. That, or some people even think salvation means be part of a church and go every Sunday. But it's more than that. Church is more than just serving God and knowing God and following God. It's more than just going to church on Sunday morning. So some people are very, very righteous and holy on Sundays. We even have a song, you must go to church always. You must go to church always. Something will be said, a prayer will be prayed. Your life will be changed for good. Don't stand in front of the speaker. Go and sit down, it's okay. Your life will be changed for good. Do you understand? So, Church is changing of life Being transformed by the renewing of the mind It's not just you are in church Because it's easy to be in church And that's why Jesus said Some people went to um, On the judgment day They came and said that they, are, they, they have been doing miracles in his name And they've been doing what? Prophesying in his name And in his name Have done many eh? Have cast out devils. Do you understand? Then he said, the pastor, I don't know you. I don't know you. And you may be known in the church, but Jesus may not know you. You may be known by the bishop, but Jesus may not know you. So over here, I will accept you. And over here, I'll be smiling at you. And over here, I'll be hugging you and saying nice things to you. And even praying for you. But once you arrive at, at, at his gate, he is the one who matters and he says he doesn't know you. Then you call my name that, oh, ask Bishop Ediadi. And you will see that me myself, I am trembling with fear and trembling. Am I entering into the eternal gates? Do you understand? So don't just happy yourself with I'm a member of the Macarius Church and Bishop Eddie is my bishop. All that I go to my church is that nice church there, that is beautiful church and all that. I mean, fine. This is a nice church and it's a fine church and your bishop is Bishop Eddie. But beyond that, the mysteries of the kingdom involve knowing Jesus and him knowing you personally. Yes. That's why we are just facilitators of your faith and trying to help you to know him and draw you closer to him. That's all churches. When the pastor is preaching, this is it. So unfortunate for the pastor if he's not guiding you to Jesus. What a pity it will be if by the time I'm preaching to you, 
you don't know Jesus, you, you don't get close to him. That's why I try to read the Bible. Because that's where we are. We are guided. So I'm making the point that we are custodians, stewards of the mysteries of Christ. The mysteries are the truths, the revelations, the words. Because what was it? What did he describe as the mysteries of God? Is that what he was teaching in parables to the people, but explaining to the disciples? The sower went out to sow. Some fell among thorns. To the to the public, he didn't explain anything. He just spoke the parables and left. When the disciples came to him privately, then he says, uh, "Hear now the parable." Yes, hear now the parable. And he said, "The sower." Uh, he that's where the seed the, 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 the seed is the word the seed is the word of God but the people who were in the public square where he was teaching they didn't know what the seed was I mean he has said the soil went out to sow so I'm sure they were thinking that hey, is Jesus an agriculturist is he trying to help them to get better at farming or what no he was teaching about the word and he calls them mysteries and this is what the Bible says that stewards must be faithful with. And some of those mysteries re- re- refer to your, rela- your even like the Bible says that not neglecting the assembling of yourself, like going to church, fellowshipping with other brothers. Some people don't have that mystery. They have not, it has not yet re- been revealed to them. The day it, your eyes open to it, you will not even miss even a prayer meeting. Yours, you, you will be different. Your mind will be changed and you'll be a different type of Christian. But there are people who go to church, they don't go to church on Sunday, but after Sunday, there's no church again till the next Sunday because that's how the revelation that they have is up to Sunday, Sabbath day. They don't know, especially those of us who grew up in traditional churches, because weekday service was not like a major thing for Orthodox churches. Bible class, but it's like nobody really goes. It's just uh, uh, something that. So when you join a church like this, you still have that mentality, and that's why many of you don't even think of the weekday service as anything to go by. But in your Christian life, it's one of the mysteries of the kingdom. Is Hebrews ten twenty five, Hebrews ten twenty five, not forsaking. The assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Change the version. Change the version. Not change the version again. Okay. Even back to NASB. You see, he says, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some. Some people have the habit. And some of you have the habit. Where you forsake the assembling. Hey. Preaching, no? But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day. You must go to church even more as you see the day approaching. Which is also another mystery. The day approaching. The day approaching. What day is that? It's the day of his arrival, of his second coming, the day of judgment. Maybe he will come before you die. But if he doesn't come, even your death is also approaching. This is the day approaching. The day can be the day of your death and the day of his, of his second coming. 
I, I don't know whether you understand that. And sometimes we just forsake those things because like Jesus said, for you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to them it is not given. So it means that some of us don't seem to have that maybe a particular mystery revealed to you because the Bible says that you see but you don't see and you hear but you can't hear. But that's why in this service, God is opening your eyes and opening your ears. Change that version in um, Hebrews 10.25 to NIV. What does it say? In the Hebrews 10.25, NIV. It says, not giving up meeting together. Don't give it up. As some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching and you have to rearrange your life to fit Christ in it's a mystery that's why he says that then in Hebrews uh, in 1 Corinthians 4 2 he says now it is required moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful so stewards are people who are custodians of something Stewards, either they serve in a plane or they serve in a house or they serve somewhere. And we, or in a restaurant, we serve in the house of God. All of us are stewards at different levels. Even if you are an ordinary member of the church, you are a steward. I'm explaining the Bible because some people think that we don't read the Bible. Because I'm preaching from my book. It's entitled, Those Who Are Ignorant. So some people think that when we are preaching from a book, we are not reading the Bible. But it's just my notes, preaching notes, outline. But because they are ignorant, I'm preaching about those who are ignorant. <laughs> and it's, it's my subsection under the general theme of loyalty and disloyalty. And I'm taking my time because I've, I've seen that rushing through preaching doesn't help many people. Because they go back, first of all, you don't even remember. And secondly, too, you don't understand what is being preached even. So I'm taking my time. Yes. If I take down my jacket, then I become a little younger for you. Yes. Are you with me so far? Yes. So moreover, it is required of stewards, those who are custodians of these mysteries that has been handed down to us for you to keep. For you to keep. When um, Paul was passing through, you see, I'm preaching about Latin, but you, you may think that I'm not preaching about it, but I'm preaching about it. You don't have to be so stiff and uh, very um, <laughs> yeah when Paul was going through on his missionary journeys in Acts 16 he came to Derby and Lystra and, and behold a certain disciple was there named Timotheus the son of a certain woman which was a Jewess and believed but his father was a Greek do you understand? Timothy. The book of Timothy is, was written to him, this boy. His father was a Greek. And his, 
the son of a certain woman which was a Jewess and his father so his father father was a Greek who had married a Jew so I have cast do you see which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium him would Paul have to go forth with him and took with took and circumcised, circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew all that his father was a Greek. I think the Greeks don't circumcise. So it will be a problem if he's coming to where the Jews are and he's not circumcised. So Paul circumcised him. Grown up boy. Listen to verse 4. As they went through the city, so when he found Timothy, he started to journey with him. The Bible says, as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. So they delivered them for to keep the mysteries that they also had. And that's why Paul in teaching Timothy told him that the thing thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, I went around with you teaching at different places. So those things thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. He was trying to tell him that you've heard so many things I've been teaching you also have to now have delivered them to you as I delivered to others. You too pass it on. So the mysteries are given. That's why we are stewards. It's are given to us. And then we are to be faithful. That means that we have to be constant. We have to be dedicated. We have to be very um, resolute. Very reliable. So that it's like if, because you know how it is. Sometimes when you hear something somebody says and you are repeating it. You don't even remember the details. Before you realize, you have changed the whole message. You change the message, cry. <laughs> you hear something else, cry. It's like, oh, it's like this morning, I said, I'm preaching about loyalty and disloyalty. Then you go home and say that, I said, we should have faith in God. Which is faithful, yes, be full of faith, but that's not what I'm preaching. But a lot of people just summarize whatever you preach as have faith in God. Yes, we should have faith in God. Jezi is faith. Weradzim is in God. I don't know whether you are with me so far. Alright, so <laughs> yeah, so the summary of last week's preaching was faith in God. We, our faith must grow. We must be really uh, men of faith and power. Even they even sang a song, God's man of faith and power. So we must become men of faith and power. Because you don't write anything, you don't look at any verse, you just look in the sky when they are preaching. Which is another mystery of the kingdom that when they are teaching, you write what you hear. It's, it's part of it. And you see some people, they are, they are very, very dedicated on that. And I'm trying to help you because your growth in Christ is dependent on your engagement of the preacher. You have to engage the preacher. Yes. Now one day you will see that you don't believe the thing that we are saying. Yeah. So, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful so that you pass on 
first the decrees are given for to keep that means for you to also do them and then for to pass on so that you also pass on to others who can also be able to pass on so what has been what i'm preaching to you was given to me and by the grace of god that mystery is revealed to me and i understand it very well so i'm also passing it on to faithful men who will be able who will keep it first of all and practice it and then they will also pass it on to others yes yes beautiful and one of those mysteries that we are to keep and also to pass on is loyalty and disloyalty to your church to god and to your pastor and to your father and to your mother that's how come those truths become relevant because they are for us to keep so last week I shared with you a vision that a prophet had well you don't have a vision it doesn't mean that there are no visions when a blind man doesn't see the light it doesn't mean there's no light so what the blind man uses he uses the, the eyes of those who can see and then they help him to go where he must go and that is why the vision of rejoiner is relevant to us where he saw the demonic army marching against the church the demonic army was marching against the church the demonic army was marching and still marching against the church relentlessly never giving up they are on it ah even if you are not aware they are on it and he said in the vision the Lord showed him that they had various weapons one of them was a spear and another weapon they had was arrows and, the, and, and in the vision the spear was named treachery treachery I want to explain treachery to you because it's an English word Sometimes when you don't understand the English word, it also doesn't help the understanding. Treachery is betrayal of trust. Treachery is behavior or an action in which someone betrays their country or betrays a person who trusts them. Mm. Another meaning is the quality of being deceptive. Every movie has something like that somebody deceiving somebody swerving somebody somebody revealing something somebody who they, they, they want to kill a, a bad man then they get somebody who is one of his main people and then he shows them where he is yes <laughs> treachery that was the spear the demonic hosts are using then the arrows were also named the arrows had four, four names Name number one was accusations, gossip, slander, and fault finding. Four arrows. So it's like if Satan is coming strongly against the church, these spears will be thrown and these arrows. And all of them, when you look at them carefully, look at what, what they all mean. The, 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 the arrows, accusation is... If you accuse someone of doing something wrong, 
or dishonest, you say or tell them that you believe that they did it. An accusation is a statement or claim by a witness or someone in authority that a particular person has committed a crime, although this has not yet been proved. So you can be around and you are throwing accusations, arrows. And one of the interesting things about Rejoiner's vision, the prophet's vision was that the demons were coming against the church, but they were not riding on horses that were like animal horses, but they were riding on Christians to come against the church. And when I looked at it, I realized that it's so true because even if Satan will do something against the church, you see that it's Christians that he uses to, to fight as Christians. Their aim was to cause division at every level of relationship. That was their aim. That was their aim. And that's why we should not be ignorant of the aims of the, of the devil. Okay? So accusation is one. Another was gossip. <laughs> gossip is idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal or private affairs of others. A lot of people in the church, we are into gossip. Idle talk. Texting, calling, talking, chatting, especially about the personal or private affairs of others. Yes. People's eh, private affairs. If you gossip with someone, you talk informally, especially about other people or local events. How many have seen that you have been gossiping? <laughs> and, and, and some of us, our, our conversations are just gossip. Somebody's private life. Another arrow, the name of the arrow was slander. What is slander? Slander whose synonyms are defamation and calumny. Slander is an untrue spoken statement about someone which is intended to damage their reputation. And in law, they call it defamation. And it's a very major thing in law. You can be, somebody can sue you for trying to spoil his image. I like one definition. It's very simple, but very nice. He says that This slander is an untrue statement made about someone in order to reduce other people's respect and admiration for them. Calumny. Defamation. Accusations. Slander. Slander slander specifically means that you tell untrue things that are not confirmed, are not even true, and the aim of it is to spoil the person's respect that people have for them. So people, somebody can sue you for actually making people not respect him. Because of that, he can't earn money. When he goes for, he's a public speaker. Now people don't listen to him. So he has lost money. Is that not how lawyers think? Yes. So And when you are a journalist and you write it, it's called libel. 
Am I saying the right things? I have, I have lawyers here. Where's my lawyer number two? Okay, it's not if you're here today. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, the, the libel, when you write, like journalists write, there are a lot of journalists. I remember one particular journalist, he used to write a lot about politicians and say so many things. Hey, one day they sued him beer. From that he became quiet. <laughs> he was known. He had a column, he had a newspaper. He used to publish things about people, say things that, and sometimes the, the public, we all like gossip. Hey, do you know that? Have you heard that? Do you know that her, that girl who is going to marry her, do you know that she was, she was actually supposed to be somebody else, beloved? That brother, if you see him, you see him, he's always quiet in the church. But some, another brother crossed him. We like this type of totally things. <laughs> yes. Personal and private issues of other people. That's what we like. That's why when WhatsApp brought status, that opened us to the personal and private thoughts of people. It became very popular. Eh, people live on status and they can be there hours just going through people's what are people thinking today as they've woken up. Because you can see a lot of things and hear what people are thinking from their status. Hey, the day is bright. The day is good. But some people don't think that we can make it. Shame on all of them. <laughs> God no go shame us. They are all Cassandra statements. It's like some people think we'll be ashamed, but God no go shame us. The blessing go loud. Where it go worry the enemies. They are thinking of some people. Yeah. And 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 those who know know that they are the ones that they are talking about. <laughs> then the fourth one is fault finding. Find fault. To seek and make known defects or flaws. If you find fault with something or someone, you look for mistakes and complain about them. That's it. So these four things, very dangerous. All of them refer to the arrows when they are thrown. The demons are coming against the church. They come with arrows of accusation, arrows of gossip, arrows of slander, arrows of fault finding. It's a lot in the church. And when God was summarizing the Ten Commandments that should govern the whole world, one of them was about this thing Thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor. I mean, you think about it that when God is giving ten major commandments, thou shall not kill, thou shall not uh, commit adultery, thou shall not uh, steal. These are things that we worry about. One of them is don't talk about somebody falsely, which most of us are guilty of. And that is why you should not be ignorant of Satan's works. That as you are gossiping, you are the horse that Satan is riding on to bring gossip, accusations, um, slander, fault finding, telling stories, talking, saying things. Do you know that? Have you heard that? Do you know about this? Have you heard about this? I want to give you further details. I heard that. This, 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 this. You have become like a personal radio for some people. And this is what this particular teaching is fighting. 
this particular teaching is fighting these weapons of the wicked one. Are you there still or you've gone home? Eh? Look, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11, he says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant of the things that Satan uses against the church. Which is treachery, betrayal of trust. The sister has been promised by the brother, I'm going to marry you. Next year is our year. Next year will come, then he goes to marry somebody else. And meanwhile, no, he has made her think that she is still the one that he's going to marry. Oh, I've been a pastor for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. I've seen people who have come to church for a wedding, and a group have also arrived to come and destroy the wedding because the guy was living, had a child with a girl that he was living with. And she was washing his things on Saturday morning and discovers a, a wedding card with his name. Marrying somebody else which is not herself. And then he tells her that, oh, it's my cousin. My cousin also bears the same name as me. Then she found out that as well it was he himself. So now she and her family members have come with red palm, palm, I said palm wine, palm oil. <laughs> To come and pour it on the dress of the girl who he is going to marry. Treachery. There are people in mental hospital because of betrayal of trust. In the government and in the army, treason, treachery is punishable by death. Is that not so? By what? By, by firing squad. Yes. When they catch you that you are doing a coup, try and succeed. Because if they catch you and you don't succeed, that's the problem that you have brought. You have brought yourself to a place where you can be killed. Oh, yes. Christian brothers in um, partnership in business, then you see that the, the, the spear is thrown in their midst. To cause division between them, never for them to speak ever again. Because one of them betrays the trust. Because the guy trusted you that we are doing the business. You are going, I brought my money, we go to Dubai, you are going to Dubai, I don't have the time to go, so go to Dubai and bring them. Then when he goes, he buys the thing, comes to Ghana, sells them, and tells you that he, didn't, he couldn't get the things. The thing didn't work. Only for you to find out later that. It was, he, has, he has actually eaten all your profit. He has another shop where he is actually running a parallel shop that you and him have opened. He has another one. Same with pastors and churches. The treachery is deep in the church. He's, you, you, you train him, you appoint him. You show him to the world that now this is a man of God. He was a specialist. Gynecologist. Specialized in in vitro fertilization. Oh yes. That you, you will take a, a, an embryo like you, you will form the sperm and the egg of a woman in a culture it in some tube. That's right. 
Eh? And then what will you do? Fuse them so that they come together. So that the sperm, the man's sperm, the sperm goes into the egg. This man, this this man, this man, that that was his profession. He's a doctor, a specialist of specialists, not just a doctor. Doctor, and you're caught for seven years, and specialization is for how many? Another six years. Another six years. I say, now we. And before the doctor to a secondary school for seven years. Secondary school, most of secondary school are now four years, three years. No, we are seven years. Yes, and primary school. And primary school also how many years? Six years. So six plus seven, thirty. Okay, oh, primary school now six years. Eh, seven no. six years. That's why he's younger than most of his mates. He was far younger than most of his mates. Oh, you people are so late, eh? It's not nice. It's not, we are almost finishing the service. Are you telling me that after this you go home? What? Is it somebody? Then the person says, I've, I've gone, I'm going home because I've finished the service. It's not a, Christi- it's not a Christianity. No. Yes. No. So, Bishop, the woman is given special hormones to make her produce a lot of eggs or ova. And the hormones are from where? They're, they're given to us by the they're given to her by the doctors. From what, what is they're, they're synthetic hormones, chemical hormones, things that are produced in the I body. But these are yes, or and injections as well. Injections. Yes. So they produce a lot and they can be harvested. To help you so that your body becomes a body that can carry a, a, a seed. That's right. So after that, through ultrasound guidance, these over are harvested. Meanwhile, so you take the sperm from a man and the eggs from a woman yes. and put them together yes. and try sometimes they get like five. Oh yes. Mouth or six yes. and put it inside the woman. And when they put them there, it's like about five children are in one womb. Some of them will survive, some will not survive. Sometimes all of them survive. That's why we have had people giving birth to five children, four children, three children. He is the one who could do such things. I'm sure even now, if you challenge him, he can he can make you bring forth a child. You'll be surprised. If up a cafe. Is that because he's a pastor now? It's as if he does. He's not a doctor. He's a proper doctor. Understands things. Still, he's. Do you still remember? Oh, I do. Yeah? But, but one or two people, what? even in the church, been giving medicine, and they have babies now. Ah, one or two people in the church, cry. Or the pastor not on chair. No, I will our more medicine or not. Or they have given the. They have given birth. Yes. Now he comes and he's trained. Because he's a doctor. Nobody knows him as a pastor. But he's trained. He's appointed as a pastor. He's ordained as a reverend. He's consecrated as a bishop and introduced to you that. You don't even know that he's a specialist at this type of IVF things. You know him only as a bishop. Five years ago, he became a bishop. And then Now that you know him as a bishop Then you see him in the church When he preaches you are happy When you are very Should it be that such a person And God forbid will be a faithful son in the house always 
will now take the fresh lilies because maybe I don't meet them regularly so he's meeting them regularly and then he meets the ashes regularly and then he meets um, the women regularly and, and Kube Krum uh, members right? then one day you hear that he's having prayer meetings private prayer meetings that I don't know about that's, that's treachery and that's what this, this particular mystery fights this thing because it is in us Look, every movie you watch from today, you, you watch it. You see that there's somebody, a treacherous person, somebody who has betrayed somebody's trust. Somebody who you trusted him before you realized he has joined the enemies against you. Yes. Sometimes when I look at this guy, no, no, no. Recently I was watching a movie, I saw some guy, some tracks were going somewhere, he marked one of the tracks. He put an invisible mark which can be seen only in the dark. <laughs> so when you pass by, you will never see the mark, but he put an invisible mark on the track so that the bad people, he has joined them all. Meanwhile, you think he's with you. And some of you, you have businesses, you have shops, you have shop attendants. They have made invisible marks on all your milk. I tell you, you will never see. Yes. That's why people don't. When one day this uh, our former presidential candidate in 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 Doom, in Doom, yeah, Park was in Doom. He said that Ghana business, eh, one of the problems of Ghana business is stealing. Yes. But he has a hotel at Elmina. They, sometimes they, they find spoons that belong to the hotel over the wall, eggs, chicken. Oh, yes. Sometimes they catch the workers, they've packed chicken under their pants that they are taking home. Yes. Frozen chicken. So you see the person walking like this. <laughs> you think he has running stomach, but he doesn't have running stomach. He has packed chicken. Frozen chicken. Yes. From the straight from the freezer into their pan. Ladies, men, all of them to the house. You think she's having her period? She's actually she's she has stored frozen chicken under here. And she's just that it is cold. That is cold. <laughs> And she's passing through security. And you see that your reliance on such a person is unfounded. It's not a good idea. See, And you need therefore people who are loyal and dedicated. That once I've appointed you pastor, reverend, um, it is required of you to be faithful. Yes. And all of us are being used by the devil to spoil God's church. Through either betrayal of trust or arrows of fault finding and the church has not done this and the church has whatever they don't really love me and the church most of the things are accusations and they are not proper they are just accusations and slander and and gossip which is has no basis how do you say i don't love you because you were sick i didn't come to the hospital but me too i was sick you didn't come to the hospital 
We all have that problem. But when it is yours, then you turn it into an accusation against the church that they don't love you. They don't love you how? But you do love people. Somebody is even listening to me. You have left your church to join another church. And you are now, even you have sat at home because you are bored with your church. And you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You should rather become a faithful steward who helps to establish the mysteries of love, brotherly. Let brotherly love continue. It's a mystery of the kingdom. And let brotherly love. Somebody who's not my blood brother, but is my spiritual brother, I must love him to the very end. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. I, oh, you don't understand the message. So I'm trying to help you because this is this is the foundation of our message for this season. Yes, this is it. This is it. At the end of time, go and watch uh, Revelation 12:10. They were screaming joyfully in heaven. Hey, hey, hey. do you know why? <laughs> The Bible says that because the accuser of the brethren has been cast down and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, change the version. Change. My bishop says change the version. So Mr. says change the version. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, what is this, NIV? Oh, give me something else apart from NIV. Then I heard a loud voice in, oh, they are all the same. Okay, I'll give you one version. My version here says um, NLT. How about NLT? Do you have NLT? Message. Then I heard, I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. They were shouting across the heavens. What were they shouting? It has come at last. Salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. The one who accuses before, they've cast him down. And that sort of joy comes into a church when they are cast out of the church. Oh yes. Your own life. The day you cast out all these accusers, slanderers, fault finders, and uh, gossips out of your life, you will be shouting. Now salvation has come. Strength has come. The kingdom of our God has come. The power of his Christ has come. Because we've cast down accusers. From fresh lilies, we cast out all accusers. Oh yes. Why don't they let us sing tree songs? Why don't they let they are nice tree songs that bring the presence free her? Free her? Get away from there. Stop pointing fault finding. One in, in, in Isaiah 58, where he talks about fasting, he says that the certain blessing comes on the people when they put away the pointing of the finger, fault finding, always trying to look for mistakes and find fault. When you go to a church, you come to a church instead of looking at nice things and, and praising what God is doing and, and looking at what is what is working nicely, then you'll be finding ah, why don't they have flowers here? Is it only flowers that make a place nice? <laughs> Oh, 
you get a beloved instead of looking at the nice aspects of a person because everybody has unpleasant parts i mean everybody here i'm telling you that if we want to find fault we'll find we'll find it down i'm sure that he has some faults does he have faults Eh? he has faults eh? are you sure (laughs) and does she have faults but we are together and is it working it's working because the person has some strengths that are good that you should concentrate on but every day fault finding what what does the the, the definition is very beautiful here it says uh, fault finding fault finding he says um, if you find fault with something or someone you look for mistakes and complain about you look so you are looking at why is there a mistake let me find a mistake and sometimes very difficult to find but you will find because that's where you some people your eyes are trained on only looking for mistakes are you there still or you've gone home How will you marry? Oh, you marry because everybody you find as a friend, eh, the person doesn't text, and the person, the, the brother, he, he doesn't like talking. I don't know. I mean, I, I like talking. Oh, the way he doesn't like. A lot of brothers don't like talking. So you you bypass a lot of brothers. By the time you find the one who can talk, you see that he has another problem that you don't like at all. He can talk, but oh, oh first come Murphy. He doesn't. He, he doesn't work. He doesn't have a job. <laughs> he can talk, but he doesn't have. There's no. When you are with him, when you are with, with your brother, he doesn't even give you anything. Not even a card. Ah, the girl could have given you a card. He doesn't converse. <laughs> Now, if you want to find fault, look at me, I'm preaching. I don't think I'm a bad preacher. You see, but I'm sure that if you were to analyze, you say, oh, it doesn't do this, or it's not like this. You'll be finding, you are looking out for mistakes. The choir sang beautifully. You see the song, very nice. I mean, we can be blessed by the singing, but you can find the father, ah, why is it that this then you you bring up something we can't even sometimes you can't even imagine what somebody will say that's why when you hear bad things about people don't just say that hey hey i'm surprised by that that's how they are how do you know that that's how they are because somebody is saying it recently some people said that our prophet says that he he he, he believes in polygamy he's pro- promoting polygamy oh and i was at the meeting I was in the service when he was preaching. I, I, he was rather preaching against polygamy. But you can cut something somebody has said and just stop it at a place. Because the one who popularized it, he wanted to present a bad, he wanted to, what? Say, this one, is this slander or? Slander. It's slander, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, against the reputation. Slander is an untrue spoken statement about someone which is intended to damage their reputation. And then to make, uh, in order to reduce other people's respect and admiration for them. That's it. That was his aim. That was his aim. You doctor somebody's message. 
You cut this piece and join it to this piece so that it gives a message which is not the message. You know in your heart that that's not what he's saying. You know it. But to the untrained people who like concern, gossip and other slander and believe anything that is said, you want to just accept it. Those of you who like social media, you can be led into the ditch of muddy waters and be drowned in it. If you continue this type of every social media no, you are following. One day you even believe that I mean you even believe that you should marry a dog. We don't follow social media. Follow the word. Be true to God's word, not to social media. Don't follow social media. Sometimes when you wake up, no, immediately what are they saying on Facebook? How do you let Facebook guide you as your quiet time? It's unfortunate for us that our phones and tablets that we use are the same tablets that Facebook comes on and other social media things come on. So sometimes when you pick your phone and notifications, I turn off all the notifications on my, my, my iPad. And don't, know, don't notify me of anything. When I'm ready, I'll look for you. BBC notification, CNN notification, ESPN notification, uh, Al Jazeera notification, Joy FM notification, um, uh, uh, the Ghana one, uh, Ghana web notification, YouTube notification. All of them are coming. When you are reading your Bible, you turn to Genesis, this thing, Acts chapter this, not that. 2000 die in the flood at Libya. Say, hey! Then you click, click. Then before you realize, the quiet time you are having has become now a news. You are now swimming in news. Man stabs wife. Ghana web. Hey, man said, why did he stab his wife? Meanwhile, you are supposed to read Genesis. (laughs) Preaching, no. Yeah. Beautiful. So, we are looking at 10 laws of loyalty. Let's give ourselves only one. I mean, we have finished preaching, but just to mention, number one is the head of an organization must first be loyal to his subordinates. One of the 10 laws, okay, If you are the head of an organization, of a church, of a business, of a home, hmm? even you are a madam of house helps, be loyal to them. Be faithful. Fault finding, accusation, slander, gossip, as you would not want them to do to you as the head, so must you not do it to them on the, on the other side. Some of you are you have house health, you can't sustain even one because you are always finding fault. Hey, you are the one who has eaten all this food. You see, is it true? You are hungry, but it doesn't mean that it's true. The bottles of the bread that the one because the bottles of the bread has been in the fridge, nobody is eating it. The person takes it and eats it and cleans the fridge and says, Oh, by this time the bread has and bread expires. If you don't know, bread expires. 
And there's a new one on the table. By all means, like this one, dear. By all means, they won't eat. They have not eaten it. Two weeks have come. Why should you still keep bread? The butters, like you have eaten all, you are left with only the small butters. Eh? And sometimes you eat, left the three butters, one wrapped, another one wrapped, another one wrapped. Then the three butters are in the fridge. It's like the person can see that nobody is eating it. Do you understand? And then you have left it in the fridge. <laughs> and the person eats no. Eh? Every day you are eating bread in this house. Every time I buy bread, you eat all the bread. <laughs> Look at that. Madam. <laughs> Madam. That's why house helps run away. Many house helps. Fine, many are some way, but mostly they run away from the type of authoritarian and caring leadership. Why do Ghanaians run away from here? Do you think that we don't like Ghana? Huh? You don't like Ghana? Sure. When I see our brethren abroad in, in America and Europe and things, they want to come back home. Yes. And many of them build houses with the mind that when they, they get to a place, they will just move back to Ghana. But they are running away because of a type of leadership that doesn't care. Doesn't care whether you go on good road, doesn't care whether hospitals are good for everybody, can afford it, whether schools are good, they don't care about the schools, they don't care about the hospitals, they don't care about the roads, they don't care about the... About what? Jobs. Whether you get jobs, they don't care about the water. They have water. They have electricity. 24-7. There's no doom saw in their homes. I'm not preaching politics, so. But you too, you know what I'm saying. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. I mean, at least you don't feel that somebody cares. Because the way they, sometimes the thing is conducted, you don't have the feeling that the person has your interest at heart. Because when you see the car that he's driving, it doesn't feel the potholes. Because they run. They don't care about the traffic because they, they can bypass. Then they are gone. Can somebody close that gate, please? Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yes. So it makes you run away. So the head, the leaders have to be loyal to their... But when I think of my bishop, bishop, I feel that he has good thoughts about me. Oh, yes. And, and he has good thoughts about you. That's why we are not meeting under trees. And you to see bishop fighting his bishops over buildings for other people who cannot even afford it. But if you leave us African leaders, ah, banana, can I change my carpet bed three times? Because my carpet, when I look at it, I say, yeah, this carpet needs changing. But my bishop says, no. There are some people who don't even have, not even carpet. They don't have even roof. They don't even, not roof. It's roof receiving fire. They don't have foundation. No, foundation, they don't have land. And they are fighting and doing well and preaching and at places where nobody can give any money that can buy land or even build a church. 
Go to Golokwati and see whether there's a church building so easily built there. But they put up a nice in Golokwati. A church building. Wow, by the road. Your hometown. Yes, please. And then the next time. And you went there last week? Yes, I was there. I saw the church. Very beautiful. Just by the roadside. By the roadside. Is there a road in front of the there is a road in front of it? Very beautiful church. And the next in Golo, do you know Golokwati? If you are here in Accra and I say let's go and build a church in Golokwati, do you think it's a, uh, what is Bishop talking about? What, what is Golokwati? I mean, we are here. We also need a, a new carpet. We need air condition. We need uh, new speakers. We need, we need to change the uniform of the choir. We need to do something. We have to, we have to do something. I mean, it's like we have to put more light somewhere. We have to make the children's church even nicer. We have to put fridges in the children's church. That's what you'll be saying. But here comes a great leader. Who says, look, it's enough what you have. It's enough. Think about others who cannot also afford it and support them and help them and help them and help. And the fight is on. Fight is on. Fight is on. If he goes to Korea, you will see some of even the bishops who are fighting him. Their first trip abroad was engineered by him. And there are many trips to different countries abroad have all been by him. Because he says in his heart, and he writes it that, every leader wants to take his followers where he is. Because Jesus said that, I'm going to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. So very, very early in the ministry, long before there were more than two or three pastors, there were only three pastors, Two of, in fact, three, himself, myself, Bishop Saki, and our wives. Our wives were not even pastors. Long before, he said, if you are travel, you should also travel. If I'm going somewhere, you should also go some. If I'm invited, they should also invite you. If I'm this, it's like, whatever I have, I want you to also have it. But if you live under a certain type of leadership, Jack, you die, finish. That's why in Ghana, even though the, the, the anthem is God bless our homeland Ghana and make our nation greater. Is that not what we all want? Bold to defend forever the cause of freedom and of... So some people run away from Ghana not to defend the cause of freedom and of, of right. And they go and become soldiers in other countries to defend their their own, their territory for them in even other, they'll go and fight wars in Afghanistan and other places for England and for America and so on. Not for Ghana, because for Ghana, no, it's like the leader who is making me sing the song, he himself is not defending the cause of freedom and of right. Fela as we true humility make us fearless make us cherish fearless honesty uh-huh. we should cherish fearless honesty but the people who are making us sing that song you don't have a feeling do you understand that they themselves cherish fearless honesty they fear being honest 
Then when you even say the truth, like even I'm saying it now, you become an enemy of the of the of the state. And that's why many Christians are singing, make us cherish, not being Christians, citizens, not Christians, citizens of the nation, make us cherish fearless honesty and help us to resist oppressors rule with all our will and might forevermore and help us to resist oppressors rule with all our I'm not going to help you resist any oppressors through. I'm going to America. I'm going to Germany. I'm going to England. I'm going to Canada. I want to take citizenship in Canada because over there, I think that the person who is leading there will 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 will, will cherish fearless honesty. Do you know that there are more than one verse in the national anthem? Yes, there are about, there are three verses. Yes. Hail to thy name, O Ghana. To thee we make our solemn vow. Steadfast to build together a nation strong in unity. With our gifts of mind and strength of arm. Whether night or day, in mist or storm. In every need, whatever the call may be. To serve thee, Ghana, now and forevermore. Jai. Men and men serve Ghana now and forevermore. Hail to thy name, O Ghana. To thee we make our solemn vow. Steadfast to build together a nation strong in unity. With our gifts of mind and strength of arm. Whether night or day, in mist or storm. In every need, whatever call may be to serve thee, Ghana. And more. I serve Ghana. When I serve Ghana, they won't pay me well. The, the people who are the leaders are not loyal to us we should come and slave ourselves away when it's time to pay us three months the pay has not come six months the pay has not come they say oh there's the something something is working on it controller and accountant general is working on it it has gone to control <laughs> meanwhile they are eating every day Enjoying every day, so it makes the people run away from the leadership. And if you are a pastor, too, same don't oppress the people. Yes, don't let people feel that the, 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 the system is too distinct that they cannot survive. Yes, so the head of an organization must first be loyal. To his subordinates. Yes. True. The, what are you head of? What are you ahead of? You're ahead of your home. Your head. Are people running away? Your children running away? Even one man he told his daughter that you the day you marry, I'll run away from this house. Because your mother can't stay with her again. Because you are the reason why I'm in this house. <laughs> Small food you are going to eat by the time the food is is, is even to be become cold from the talking. Don't get the message. So here you see, you see why people leave organizations. They are running away from bad leaders. 
It is very difficult to live under certain kinds of leadership. There is a reason why Africans flood Western nations seeking greener pastures. They are not running away from their homes or families. They are not running from their friends or they are not running from the weather. They are running away from bad leaders. Where road is made only when a big man comes to live in the area. Hey! Or there's a by-election. Then the road is made so that you can vote for us. Showdown. Anyway, moreover, it is required in stewards, head pastors, assistants, members, husbands, even wives, that a man be found faithful. May you develop this beautiful quality because loyalty comes from the head. As the oil is poured from the head, it goes down to the beard and down to the skirts. I pray for you that this grace will come upon you to be a faithful, loyal, dedicated servant of the Most High God. Father, bless us with this beautiful quality of being faithful. Faithful to the mysteries. Faithful to your calling. Faithful to one another. Deliver us from fault-finding, accusations, gossip, slander and treachery deliver us and make us true and proper sons of God who uphold the mysteries of God and pass it to other generations. We give you praise in Jesus name. For everybody listening, whether on Sweet Melodies Dofopai FM, Facebook YouTube or podcast hereafter, I pray for you that this spirit and grace will come upon you to be a faithful loyal dedicated, constant somebody who doesn't change when the weather changes, somebody who doesn't change when he's even hard up somebody who doesn't just become disloyal because it it, it favors him may God deliver you and save you all your days in Jesus name Amen clap for Jesus I don't know whether you have been blessed today as I feel blessed also. Yes. Yes. The Lord is blessing you and helping you in whatever field this message applies in your life. God is giving you the spirit of faithfulness, the quality of being loyal and being dedicated in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap for Jesus one more time. Celebrate him for his goodness, for his mercies. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed, every eye closed, you are here today, you are not a born again Christian. I want to pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Wherever you are. Somebody invited you, but you are not a born again Christian. If you were to die today, you are not sure you make it to heaven. I want you to lift up your hand so I can pray for you because it's dangerous to be in a service like this and arrive at the gate of judgment and be told that you were not known. Lift your hand, let me pray for you. God bless you, God bless you. You lift your hand, lift it up, lift it up. Don't be shy, don't be afraid. Something new will happen in your life. 
God bless. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here so I can pray for you. Come running, come running, come oh. running to God that bless. mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be our cover in His blood will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy seat. Lift your hands, pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me from all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, from today, I am your servant. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I'm yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Follow Pastor Philip. God bless you. It's time for communion. Take Ethos as my body. Lift the bread. Which was broken for you. Yes, the body. And drink the body was broken for you. As you partake of it. May you receive life. Marukasi yaga bala baharadosa Shemaya kafande ilora migasie Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Broken body The body was broken For your mending He said by his tribes We were healed For your mending for your broken life to be put together. For your broken heart to be healed. Receive that blessing. Father, we thank you for the body that was broken for us. In Jesus' name. The body of Jesus. When I see the blood. Oh, when I see the blood. Yeah, I will pass over Lift the cup. The New Testament in His blood. The blood washes us from all our sins. Life is in the blood. Receive His life for your life. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. When I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood. Receive life. Whatever was dying and dead in your life, let the resurrection power touch it. Your organs are living because of his life. Your marriage is living because of his life. Your business is alive because of his life. Your spirituality is alive because of his life. Let life enter into your life. Abundant life. Real life. Long life. Life of health and peace. In Jesus name. Amen. The Lord bless you. In Jesus name. 
have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.